Hey, what's up, fam? Guess what I'm here to do? I'm here to read these amazing comments and reviews. Listen, every time you share your thoughts with us, it gives us more and more fuel to go further and further in what we do. Yes, I love the Breaking on Purpose podcast, but I love also the ability to talk and share and enjoy life and love with you. So listen, I want to jump right into this one. This is from the Your uh, Big Break episode, uh, which is episode four. Dr. Rhythm said this, and I love this. It says, Bishop, wow, that was a big blessing that gives me a push to think big. God bless you. I love you. Hey, Dr. Rhythm, listen, I love you, fam. Thank you so much for thinking big and moving big and trusting big, okay? So I pray that it only gets bigger from here. Remember, B-I-G, bigger in God, bolder in God, all that good stuff that you do, do it in God, right? Amen. So check this one out. This one is from Apple um, Apple Podcasts, and it's from, Lord, please don't pass me by day. It says, the Lord will provide always, and I appreciate him to allow you to continue to be a vessel. No matter what, your words are always encouraging and needed. This podcast alone has helped me then uh, helped me more than I realized. It says the way my soul feels when I feel like you're talking about me and God is telling you to give me a message. Yeah, this is exactly what I needed. <laughs> Fam, listen, I love you and I thank you for these words of encouragement to this space and to this platform. Thank you all just for what you do and contribute. If you're listening to this episode and you like them and you love what you're hearing, don't sit there quiet. Hop in the comment section. Or hop in the review space and let us know. We love you. It's the Breaking on Purpose podcast. For most of my life, I've been on this journey of discovery. Um, in this process, it required a lot of breaking, <laughs> which is why we are at this point, the Breaking on Purpose podcast. It's a space that will allow you an opportunity to have the conversation about your breakthrough, about getting to your place of purpose, your place of power, and your place of permission. That's right. So look, it's your boy, Minister D, and you're in this space to break. It's the Breaking on Purpose podcast. Let's get into this conversation. Hey there, family. Check this out. I wanted to take a moment and share something that is very vital with you. Our prayer line is always open. If you're ever in a space where you need prayer and you need partnership, someone to believe with you, someone to believe um, that God can and will alongside of you, I want you to take advantage of our prayer line. If that's ever the case, do me a favor. Dial 832-856-3807. I'm gonna give you some time to grab a pen, okay? In the meantime, let me share this with you. Your journey matters. Your process matters. And it's very important that as you become the person that God has called you to become, that you have that partner to agree with you and pour into you. So we're here to pray with you 
that whatever you desire from God, he will definitely make that happen. That number to our breakthrough hotline again is 832-856-3807. You'll get a text back letting you know that we are touching and agreeing with you. That is not just a text. That is the truth. If you don't get a call back, that's fine. Just know that we are still touching and agreeing with you on your journey. It's time for us to pray. It's time for us to trust. And it's time for us to build. Utilize that number. Make your request known. We can't wait to pray with you. to be one of my most favorite songs. It's Watch the Sun by PJ Martin. I always try to give you guys songs that I listen to that bless me, that play a huge role in getting me in the, the headspace that I desire to be in uh, to do what it is that I do, which is share and inspire and motivate and all that other good stuff. And these are the, some of the songs that I wake up to every day and they get my day going. They get me, they get me right. You know, give me tight. <laughs> like, I, I love this song for, for so many reasons. I, listen, we're going to get into this episode. I just want y'all to finish listening to it, okay? And then and then we're going to come back and, and we're going to jump into this episode of the Breaking on Purpose podcast. telling you this song has i think all of the emotion all the love and all the life that i think you really need to know a good song when you hear one so that's <laughs> that's pj martin watch the sun and uh welcome to another episode of the breaking on purpose podcast i'm so excited that we get to have 
uh, a conversation today that is uh, very big for me because I'm talking about something that I absolutely um, love talking about, and that is love more. I yeah. So the reason why I'm excited about this episode and why we get you know I'm ex- I think I'm excited about every episode just being real, um, but but particularly this episode because of the fact that we get to talk about love more and what that means. Um, and I, I felt like it would be really cool to just have an episode dedicated to the conversation of love more and what love more means and why we're in the space of uh, to even have a conversation about a thing called love more. Um, I know you're probably like, what is love more? It's our love more weekend that's happening February the 25th. And um, I just wanted to give the whole story behind it. Um, and and um, I dedicate this whole episode to it because there's more to it than just wanting to go out and feed our homeless brothers and sisters and making sure that they have what they need um, and making sure that they know that we love them. It's way more to it. And uh, if you give me some time, we'll get into it. Hey, do me a favor. Let me know that you're listening to this episode by just simply uh, leaving a comment. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, shout out to you. If you're on iHeartRadio, if you're on Google Podcasts, if you're listening on Anchor, or if you're listening on Apple, uh, your comments, your reviews, your thoughts, bless me. I, I read these things. I look for these things. They give me reason to keep going when I'm wondering if I'm doing too much. <laughs> so so you're never short of, of expression um, in the comments and in the review section. I thank you for that. Um, it means a lot. So what is Love More? Love More February the 25th is happening in Houston. It is the initiative of not just showing love, but showing more love. Um, just as we show more grace or anything else that we show more of, um, more love is that. It, it is the moment where you're able to stop and say, I love you a little more than just loving you. I love you despite your situation and your circumstance. Um, in 2006, um, that was my the first year I found myself homeless in Houston. Um, the sheriff came, knocked on the door and, and said, uh, y'all gotta go. And, uh, in 24 hours, I went from having a decent roof over my head. You know, my mom had moved. She was on section eight. And so we were able to take advantage of the voucher. Okay. We were taking advantage of the voucher people. And, uh, we went from that after a few months of being able to do that and, one day we went from there to nowhere. So my brother went to Dallas. I had an option to go to Southeast Texas and go home and be with family. I could have very well did that, but something in me just did not want to do that. I didn't, I didn't feel the need or the desire really to do that. I wanted to stay where I was. I wanted to stay put right here in Houston. And um, let me tell you, there's always this force beyond you. That, that that will have you in a space where you're like, I, why am I doing this? I, was, I, I really didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know why I was doing it. 
but I knew for sure it was it was happening. I was going to be in Houston, and I was definitely going to be without a place to stay. I was working at Jack in the Box as, a, at that time, regular uh, cashier, uh, whatever they needed us to do, basically. And I was, uh, I was getting ready to start a job at Whataburger. So I had two jobs. I was saving money, but I couldn't get a place. I, I, I could not get a place. They were not giving out places to kids. Just wasn't happening. And I, but but I, and, and but here's the thing, I'd always been a little bit more advanced, a little bit more mature, you know, uh, a little bit more grown. <laughs> so, part of me, my bad, y'all. I'm, I'm playing with the mic. Uh, a part of me was just like, nah, I'm not gonna, um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell anyone. I'm just gonna go through this on my own and go through my own experience, and that's what I did. But I had an assignment there. I had an assignment. And if you, to this day, when people get lost in Houston, if you can tell me what your bus route is, I probably can tell you where you're at and how to get where you're trying to go. Because I rode the buses to stay off the streets and everything else. Um, I learned this, this big old city by, by being homeless. And when I say being homeless was probably the greatest blessing of my life, that was the one time in my life where I had absolutely nothing. And I knew for a fact God was up to something because he was keeping me when I, I didn't have a roof over my head. Some of, some of the wisdom and some of the knowledge that I share and utilize uh, for what I teach and why I teach it, I learned it being homeless. I learned it having nowhere to go. I learned it when I had to go days without a bath because all of my, you know, there was, where could I go? I learned it when I was in rushing into um, the shell, like the shell bathrooms because they used to have bathrooms outside the store. So they were less apt to bother you. I learned it when I was sitting in hotel lobbies, acting as if I had a room, using their restrooms to freshen up and get clean and get good. And I remember in the very hotel that we're getting ready to host the breaking the breakthrough conference in, the Hyatt Regency downtown Houston, I remember sitting in that lobby for three days straight and nobody really questioning or bothering me. And I would see the people coming in with their luggage and I would just imagine and envision that one day that's going to be me. One day I'm going to be walking in here all fancy and, and free and I'm going to be going to a hotel room in this nice, beautiful, um, luxurious place. I put an application in to work there. They, I never got the job. I was too young. I was 16, 17. Uh, they weren't hired. <laughs> not, my, not at my age, I guess. But I remember that. I remember having those moments where I would get off the bus and, you know, and, and envision myself going somewhere other than under the bridge, which is where I was headed, by the McDonald's or down by St. John, uh, the church that would feed and nurture on us sometimes, and some of the other outreaches would come out. I remember having to be uh, trying to act like I'm in a better position than the people under the bridge. No, 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 I'm good. Y'all feed them. They need to eat. I can eat a Jack in the Box, you know, because I work. I, I got a job. <laughs> you know, that's how it used to be. I got a job. Yeah, they they going to need it. I'm, I'm going to be good. Being homeless taught me how to trust God. Being homeless 
taught me how to enjoy myself and, and, and love on me. I had, to, I had to take care of me. I had to, you know, fend for myself. Sitting out in the rain, days where it was pouring down and I'm at a bus stop. But I'm grateful that I'm at a bus stop. After one day, I had this issue where I just really spazzed out and just had a moment where I'm like, God, yo, like, what's up, yo? What did I do to you, God, that you would do this to me? I was really mad. And um, I told y'all this story, those of y'all that follow Late Night Breakthrough. I got on the bus, and the dude across the street who had been getting rained on because he was not under the canopy at all. He was exposed to the elements. Got on the bus with me, and I was like, man, why you didn't come get under the bus stop with me? And he was like, man, let me tell you something. That is your home, and I ain't, you know, that's your space. I ain't invading it. But I tell you one thing. I was praying that you would leave so I could come and get up under there. And it was that day that I learned that the thing you're complaining about, somebody's praying for. Your worst day would be somebody's best day. There's somebody right now. I don't care how unimaginable you think it is. There's somebody right now that if you were willing to trade your bad day for theirs, you would be praying to God to get back to this day that you're complaining about. You'll be praying to God to get back to this day where your heart was broken, but you still had food on the table. You'll be praying. You think it's a low place until you realize there's even lower out here in this world. Um, so I, I feel that being homeless was my assignment because it woke me, it, it caused me to awaken to the reality that I, I'm going to serve to the day I die. That I'm going to get up and I'm going to do my part to make life better for somebody. You have a choice. I talked about this today uh, on live. You have a choice with your situation. You will either be better and grow because of it, or you will diminish and shrivel up and die because of it. it the same thing is there. It has the what you're dealing with right now has the ability to kill you, but it also has the ability to build you. The choice really comes down to you. It's based on how you look at your situation. Do I look at this and think I can't or do I look at this and say that I can? Because I asked God to make me better, bolder and bigger. And he's allowed me to go through some storms that have built my muscle. See, your spirit man is just like your physical man. It has to go through a weightlifting process if it's ever going to have the appropriate muscle to carry the type of purpose that's on your life. My struggle had nothing to do with my, my, my failure. I was 16. Who did I fail? What, what's going on? Yes, I was a disobedient child, but God, is this punishment? And for many years, I thought it was punishment until I was speaking about it. And I realized that was my assignment. I'm telling you, some of you are sitting in the middle of your assignment and you're moping and you're pouting and you're whining and you're crying and you're feeling sorry for yourself. Listen, there were days where nobody would pick up the phone for me. There were days where people would talk to me, but nobody would ask me, was I okay? What's going on? There were days where I wanted to ask for help, but did not ask for help. There were moments where I said, I'm 16, I'm 17, I should not be in this situation. This is so unfair. There were days where I literally cried from the time I woke up until the time I lay back down there were days where I felt so lost that I didn't know whether I was going or whether I was coming and there were days I wanted to die I wanted to jump in front of buses and go but God kept me because this assignment had purpose
And for those of you that are wondering, do I have an assignment in what I'm going through? The answer is yes. I'm sitting on a podcast right now trying to appeal to you to help me go feed and clothe the homeless. But I go back not because I feel sorry for them. I go back because I once was and at any moment in my life still could become them. I go back because I know they're blessed. Because their ability to live without what man offers gives them permission and ability to live with what God has offered. I seen God's hand in days where I didn't have the money to eat because I was so committed. I didn't know how much it would cost to get a house. So I put myself on a strict budget. Y'all think I'm joking? $50 a week was my budget. $10 a day for five days a week. And then sometimes, and I would keep, then I would roll change over for like an extra day. I was on a strict budget. Then when my money got stolen and I had no money, I made a mistake one time, fell asleep. I was so tired, I didn't realize anything that happened. I woke up and my shoes were off. And I always kept my money in my socks. And the sock, the sock that had my money in it was off. My shoes were off. And I had no recollection because I was so tired that night. I woke up to no shoes and one sock. And my money was gone. Almost $2,000 gone. I've been there at work and people saying you musted. Some, somebody stank. And I know it's me. I'm stanking. Hello, I'm stank because I could not bathe. I couldn't make it to a hotel. I would come into work early enough just to try to dab under my arms and lather up the deodorant and get on the grill and wash my hands and wash wash my my, my visible you know my visible parts so so that nobody's you know nobody see all this dirty person touching my food. But I still wasn't all the way clean. I, I went through it, and I thank God every day for it. It has taught me not to take life for granted. It's taught me to appreciate life. I'm telling you, we can get a lot further if we stop complaining and start maintaining. If we stop trying and just start doing. I'm, oh, I'm trying to do better. No, just do better. It ain't that easy. Yes, it is. It's that easy. It, doing better is doing it without complaining. Even though it's not happening yet, I'm not complaining. That's the only difference in doing and trying. Trying is to acknowledge that I'm about to give up. Doing is to say give up is not an option. It's the same situation, just different perspectives. Those who are trying have a hard time doing. And those who are doing will never try again. Because the Bible says I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Now I can try to do. Why are you yet still trying to do something that you can do? I promise you, you can. I'm not just telling you you can do it. I told myself every day, I can get a house. And at 18, I got a house. Because here's, here's what I want to I share with you. The one, this one day, that this one bad day that you're having is a bad day that you may not remember a year from now. This one moment that you're tripping on is one moment that you may never experience or remember years from now. But it is an intricate part of where you're going. But your mindset and your mouth has a lot to do with how you get there. If everything that come out of my mouth is nasty and negative, how am I going to be great? If I'm just trying and I'm never doing when I listen, doing is a confession. 
When you say, I'm going to do it, I'm getting my house, I'm getting my life together, I'm getting my money together, I'm getting my, um, my future in order, I'm getting off these drugs, I'm getting my children back, I'm getting my peace back. See, when you start confessing, doing, you stop trying. See, trying slows you down. It's acknowledging the fact that you're not running. Doing says it don't matter how I get to it, as long as I do it. So I, I'm excited. Um, you, you know, love, love more weekend. I've been doing love win for a long time now, three years. Um, so love win is just something we, we know to do. We go to do it every day, you know, but God challenged me to do more. And I'm like, God, what is this challenge? And it was love more. And I said, how are we going to, I mean, this is me talking, like, how am I going to do that? You know, and the Lord said, just do it. I mean, I felt that in my spirit. And I say it's the Lord because I felt it so strongly, and I feel it now. Our goal is $10,000 because we're not only going to just, we're going buy shoes. We're going buy clothes. I've already started the buying process. We already got the racks coming. We already got the shoe racks coming. We're setting up tables so they can sit down and eat and fellowship and hang out. We're taking over a block for our brothers and sisters who are without. Because we want to pass on the spirit of you can and not the spirit of you can't. We want to pass on the spirit that you're worthy, not the spirit of you're worthless. I know a lot of you were like, well, man, why can't we do gently use? You know, I, I got some stuff I only wore once. I, I, let me tell you what happened. I was going through some clothes one time a while back here recently, uh, preparing to give some stuff away, some items away, and I just kept noticing stain after stain. And I was looking at shoes, and I was like, man, these are some clean shoes. And I would see a stain on the shoe and be like, dog, but that little stain. That little stain. And, and, and the Lord began to move in my heart and say, what if, what does this really say to a person? I mean, and, and, and listen, I value gently used items because I've made a mission of using those, repurposing those items for grateful people. I know I could take those items out there and our brothers and sisters would say, I love it. Listen, I have, I have fed the homeless from L.A. to Austin to Houston to um, Atlanta to Florida to New York. I have, I mean, I've been, in, I've, I've fed. Listen, I'm serious. I'm passionate about this. And I know they would take it. But the assignment, when I kept noticing it, I'm like, I kept saying, no, I can't do this. I want them to experience something that is theirs first. We want them to experience, listen, Breakthrough Family, I need y'all to hear this clearly. We want them to experience something. Y'all say that with me. We want them to experience something that is theirs first. I heard the Lord say so loudly that when you make it their first, I'm going to make some, make it your first. <laughs> when, when, when they're the first to rip the tag off, I'm going to put you in a position to be the first to rip some tags off some stuff. A first for a first. <laughs> My God, I got chills when I said that because I believe that. I'm excited to love on these, these amazing individuals. I'm excited to have an opportunity to say to them, this is yours first. But let me tell you what I'm even more excited about. I'm excited because I get to do this with you.
Two years ago when I did this, I didn't know who I would do it with. And God sent amazing people in our direction to partner with us to make it happen. And we, we loved on uh, our brothers and sisters six cities in three days. Last year, we loved on our brothers and sisters uh, during the ice storms. Right before the ice storms hit, we were out there passing out blankets. But not as many as, as I felt we should have. And the next thing you know, the ice storm hits. And I never forget it. I went out in the ice storm and passed out more blankets. Some of those pictures y'all see us in was in the ice storm, 21 degree weather. And I, we had about 12 family members with us out there making sure we got the job done. And we're getting ready to go back in February. We are committed to showing love, not just here in Houston. We're committed to showing love any and everywhere. So listen, if you have a, a, a circumstance where there's a need in your community and you're ready to do so, do something about it. I want you to register for the 50-50 initiative uh, once we announce it. and We're announcing that in February. The goal is to meet in the middle with 50 amazing individuals who are ready to impact change in your community, who's ready to join our nonprofit organization, Community 180, in serving outward. What does Community 180 mean? Let me fill you in on that. We didn't want it to be Community 360 because the 360 brings you back where you were. But a 180 gives you a chance to make a turn, a turn in the right direction. So that's what Community 180, that's what the 180 stands for. One of the things that God, that God gave me as an assignment was to be the village, build the village. Because a village is what the world needs, is what we need in this world today. The world needs it. I've seen people be successful here recently in their endeavors because late night breakthrough, midday breakthrough, morning manner, whatever the case has been, has proven to be a village for them. To have a group of people support your dream and encourage you and not have to know your business, we're not gossiping about you. We're talking to you and encouraging The village has come through many times. I've been able to assist people who have had needs through Late Night Breakthrough, um, through the village, our fam. We've been able to do what we did in L.A. Thousands spent because of a village. God has blessed us, and uh, we cannot do this on our own. Your partnerships really matter. Thank you guys so much for um, choosing to partner. That's the reason for Love More. Love More is a real assignment. And to every last one of you, Nat and, and all of you who, I, I, I was, let me tell you today, I was saying, God, Lord, is this just me? You know, you have those moments when self-doubt come in, right? I have those moments. I still have to check myself sometimes. And I had a moment where I'm like, <laughs> Man, God, is this, do you really want me to do, Lord, okay, Lord, I just need you to show me that you want me to do this. And I was logging into, um, I was logging into Facebook Messenger and um, just trying to go through and make sure um, everything was good. And um, something told me to um, just check it out, just, just go through my unread messages 
because I had no notifications. I had no reason. I had no, my, my main messages. There were no main messages. So I'm like, okay, God, what's going on? And so something said, go to your message request. So I go inside my message request, and while inside my message request, I see that there is a two messages. One is from um, our very own Nanette Miller, who is saying, hey, fam, send me the P.O. box. Listen, listen, she's like, I'm ready. I'm ready to go shopping and send you these clothes for, or shoes or whatever she's going to send for my brothers and sisters. And then there was, an, uh, there was a video. And the video blessed me. The video blessed me uh, because it was our, our very own sister, um, Shamara. Um, I think it's Shamara Long. Is her name. And if I got it wrong, fam, inbox me and let me know I got it wrong. But she was saying, listen, I, 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 first of all, let me set this up. The video looked like a spam. So I'm like, I bet I click that because that's going to be one of them things that take over my phone and my phone going to stop working. But something said, you want to click this. And um, I read her message, but I was still like, this, this probably gimmick. But I'm so grateful to God that I did. I obeyed and I clicked it. And she said, if you're seeing this, then I know this is God. And I'm saying if I'm seeing it, I know it's God too. Because on, on her end, it was confirmation. But on my end, it was confirmation as well. And that was the Lord letting me know that this is your assignment. And so you guys are going to hear me talk a lot about love more. Um, I hope y'all ready to run with me. I hope I hope you're encouraged to go in a store and, and while you're grabbing some stuff for yourself, you say, you know what, I got an extra $2 or $3. Let me grab something for my brothers and sisters. Minister D, I'm sending you some gloves. I'm sending you a hat. I'm sending you an outfit with tags on it, Minister D, because I want somebody in Houston to know that I was thinking about them. Because when I make it there first, I can expect God to make it my first. There's a gift that comes in that. There's a gift that comes with knowing that and trusting God in that. And um, those, just seeing those two messages, bless me. My cousin Deborah told me, hey, cuz, listen, you bless me. I know we got an assignment outside the building. Let's go. I've, I, I, I think about six people in one day today just confirmed that we're jumping on board with this mission. We go and find some items. And I cannot wait to say to my brothers and sisters, those pants came from Atlanta. That shirt came from L.A. Those shoes came from Chicago. That hat came from New York. That outfit came from Florida, from Miami. That's a gift. When people around this nation, if we get them from around the world, which they are coming from around the world, to sow something into one of our brothers or sisters, we have done something amazing. And I am so excited. I, I, I don't know if y'all could tell, but this is a very happy episode for me. I, I mean, I'm excited. I talked about being homeless with joy in my heart, really. I, I'm serious. This is what love more is all about. We all know that feeling. I pray that if you don't know it, you experience it. That moment where you tell someone I love you and they say I love you more. There is something about that feeling. 
And that's what we're getting ready to do February the 25th. We're getting ready to say, I love you more. I love you more. Do me a favor. If you're part of our TikTok family, click the link in the bio. Um, it is the um, registration form. It's our partnership registration. It just says, hey, Minister D, we're partnering. Hey, Late Night Breakthrough fam, I'm partnering. I'm sending a shirt. I'm sending some shoes. Um, it helps us track our progress and know what is coming. If you're making a monetary donation, there's a link, there's a tab for that. You can do that there as well. Listen, our groundbreaking seed night is January the 31st. This seed is going to set the tone for how we do outreach this year. That's why the goal is 10,000. But I believe we're going to hit more than 10,000. I believe through pledges and partnership, we're going to hit 25. Because we're going to use this money all year to bless. Whether you watch Late Night Breakthrough and you're struggling, whether you know whether, whether we go out and do outreach, whether we come to your city and do ministry, I'm telling you, you will not be sowing into something that is minimal. We have every seed, we have every partnership, we have invested in making this space better for our family. We have invested in making sure that you can sit at work and listen to a podcast and get through your day. We have invested in making sure that you can register for a university, build camaraderie, and learn how to break through and deal with your issues. God has been good, and I'm so grateful. Let me leave this encouragement with you today. It's so important. You are who you are, and the best you'll ever be in this thing called life is just who you are. Say this with me. I am a gift to my life. I am the sunshine in my life. I am the best version of me in my life. And I do love me. And I love you more, fam. I love you more. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with me. Thank y'all for um, trusting this journey that you're on with me. I love all of you, my family. I love you so much. I love you greatly. I love you. I love you. I love you. Now, remember, this conversation that we come to the table to have very often is not about the many ways in which you can break down or should break down after all that you've been through. No, 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 no. This conversation is 100% about nothing more than the way that you'll break through. There's something great inside of you. And listen, if I carried the level of greatness that you carry, I think I would be breaking down every chance I get to. Because the weight of what's on my life, the weight of what's on your life will always be something heavy to carry. But here's the gift that you must know. That obviously, God sees fit that you can get through it. Because if he didn't see it in you, he would not be pouring it on you. He wouldn't be causing you to go through it. That's a gift. 
That's a gift. Somebody say, that's the gift. I need to hear y'all. Let me say it louder. Say it louder. Say it louder. I'm going to wait on y'all to say it louder. <laughs> I love you guys so much. And I pray that you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Listen, there's this song by Jonathan Nelson, I mean by Jason Nelson, I'm sorry, that I truly enjoy. It's called Captured My Heart. And this song is just phenomenal. So it is our song of the week. I want you to be encouraged because the love of the Lord is truly a gift that will capture your heart. Go smile today. Enjoy life today because your love has done that for me. God bless y'all family. I love you. Hey, what's up, Late Night Breakthrough fam? Check this out. This is for my ladies. You don't want to miss February the 4th. It is the Crisis Tea Talk with Ree, your fave. I, listen, I'm excited for you ladies because I know this is going to be a time of sharing, a time of pouring, a time of release. And you need this reset to really kick your year off right. So listen, take advantage of this opportunity. It's happening in two places. One on Zoom and then another will be live on TikTok, right on my TikTok page. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, the Zoom is VIP, so you want to register for that because that's one-on-one, that's Q&A, that's Sister Circle, that's everything happening. And bring your favorite tea, okay? I don't care if it's Lipton tea. Bring your favorite tea. Let's sip tea. Let's do what you do. It's a crisis thing. 
you know, I don't know. <laughs> but I know one thing. This is going to bless you. So it's a crisis. T-Talk with my beautiful, lovely wife, Ree, your fave.